It's live. You're a 30 year old woman, you need to grow up. It's local. I like cookies. That's a really grown up response. And it's a little bit loose. <laughs> I'm rash free. So I believe is Ellie, although I wouldn't know if she was. Yeah, I'm rash free. Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast, the Ellie and Bex podcast. Welcome to it. Thank you for hit and download. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, we we'll really do our do. best to reward the faith. Um, <laughs> stick with us because we've got a good one. Um, go through a number of things, including the most disgusting smell. What is it? I'm just going to say a word to you, Chani, that's going to make you have PTSD. Oh, gosh. Metritis. Yeah. Look, um, very visceral, that talk topic. Yeah. Like, I really just felt you almost the taste smells. It. Yeah. Not almost good. taste it. So, look, you know, don't do it directly after dinner. Also, Naughty or Normal, love this one. Things you can say in the movies that you can also say in the bedroom. A couple of cracker lines there. Yeah. Iron Woman Lana Rogers joins us as well for a little chat. Iron Woman Lana Rogers. Yes. Yes. Good, and, um, good woman, Roger. Love we that. search for emos, which is a bit of fun. And actually find some. Yeah. Enjoy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And boy, have I got a story for you, children. Well, not just children. Anyone can listen. Well, adults just tuned out then. Adult, no, adults should listen as well. lost 18 plus. <laughs> Key demographic. <laughs> so uh, over the weekend, mm. I went to Tassie for a very quick 40-hour 40, 40 trip. And next weekend, you're going to Japan. Yes. This weekend. The Japan part is a holiday. Two weeks and then five more <laughs> weddings before the end of the no, year. No, this was wedding number two of six for the year that I went to in Tassie on the yeah, weekend. It's, you, is your it's a fun year. Is your postal address the Sunshine Coast? <laughs> it is. Correct. Okay, good. Has been the last three and a half years. Anyway, um, so I went down to Tassie, beautiful wedding, um, and there was a whole group of us coming from the sunny coast. Mm. So about ten of us yes. had booked accommodation together, this beautiful um, like t- massive townhouse in yeah. the middle of Launceston, right? Yeah. And it's about five stories high, this building. Mm-hmm. Built, it's heritage listed, built a long time yes. ago, right? Very excited to get there. We rock up at about 10 o'clock at night because I flew out after the show. And um, the Uber driver mm-hmm. pulls up next to that house and says to us the one thing oh, you I, don't want to I know what he's going to say because it's in Tassie. <laughs> when you get I'm to gonna, a new I, place. I'm going to mime it. And, okay. And, and if I'm right, okay, because uh, I don't want to ruin your story. Yeah. Well, why don't you just let me tell the story? Okay. All right. We, <laughs> I was right. He pulled up outside the house. Always has to be, yeah. and says to us, "Oh, I wouldn't be staying here. That house is haunted." <laughs> I said, "Excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, yeah. I drive past it all the time. There's a creepy, creepy vibe about that house. I think someone died there once." And we were like, "What?" Whoa. He's like, anyway, have a good night. Drives off. We were standing outside this house like, well, do we go in? Do we stay here? Is this it for us? Are we going to die? Do you sleep in shifts? Yes. Do we have to take the sage in and wave that around before we go? Anyway. It's expensive. Very expensive. Sage? Sage, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? All the bloody paranormal stuff here. Anyway, so got in there. Had a bottle of wine. Everything was all right. Went to sleep and no ghosts to be found. Nelly and Bex. 91.9 CFM. We were having a discussion earlier in the week on the show about how I'd moved house over the weekend, put everything uh, from the deep freeze, which is where all my fishing Mm. uh, exploits end up, bait and uh, carcasses, etc. Carcasses. Carcasses. Gross. I put them into an esky and then we moved house and there's so much stuff to move around. It wasn't until pretty much Sunday that I went, ugh. Mm. 
What's that smell? There's a stankety stank coming. And it was rankety rank, let me be honest. Yeah. The mullet was the worst. Yep. Guts I and all. would not. You live in a beautiful house. I would not have wanted to be anywhere near it on that yeah. day. Which led to the discussion very simply, which we bring to you now. What is the worst smell? The worst thing you've ever smelled? Five four five double one nine one nine. Tickets to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, of course, our preview screenings on the 15th at Event Cinemas, mm-hmm. and then it's in the market from the 16th. It's the latest Marvel flick. If you want tickets to that, you've got to call us and tell us what the worst smell ever is, the one that makes you almost dry wretch chains when you think about mm, it. When we initially spoke about this, instantly my first thought was old prawns. Yeah. Um, but then I just realised, you know what, given my aversion to anything sewage-related, just just poo in general, other people's poo. So do yours... It's the worst n- smell. Do yours not? Well, I don't do it, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, the fairy dust that comes out of me, yeah, fairy, sometimes has a, a tang to it, but ultimately... Fairy dust. No. You are so deluded. <laughs> Girls don't poo. Anyway. Five four five double one nine one nine. That is the number, but because Ellie was always going to give a frog poo answer to that <laughs> to this question, uh, I decided earlier in the day to take the microphone around and ask our staff what the worst thing they've ever smelt was. Oh, it might not be the worst smell ever, but I can't stand the smell of popcorn. So the hell, it hits you in the face. The smell of popcorn—it's disgusting. I can't. A stand warm it. hug. Hey. No, get away. I don't want it. Corn and popcorn in my hands. Smell the pack of I don't want it. Smell. What's the worst smell? Rotten eggs. I had an egg that I didn't realise was hard boiled and it was sitting there for ages. How would you describe it for the uninitiated? Oh, like poo. (laughs) (laughs) My partner's three-year-old daughter takes a a bag to daycare and back. Mm. On a Friday afternoon, um, she must have had an accident and they just put her undies with the... which also contained the accident in the bag. And then... And then that was on a Friday afternoon, and it was Monday morning when, oh! when, when, when the bag was opened, and then it was, what's that inside that? Uh, the the bag. whole bag went in the bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the new bag. Yeah. You know what they call that? Tupperware. <laughs> what is the worst smell? Um, a night after Indian. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever smelled is a dead snake. What? Yeah, it has a full distinctive smell, rotten off yuckness. Can I just check the snake? Was it brown and was it not a snake? Was it in a toilet? Am I right? Hey, hey, I was talking about poop. Maggots in a bin. Do they have a smell? I don't know. Ellie? (laughs) Ellie? When you mow the lawn but you don't collect the dog droppings first. The worst smell in the world is the smell of tripe being cooked. Oh, yeah. Innards. Yes. He is vomiting is, in the corner. It is like the insides of a cow's stomach. It's all all the bits oh. you don't want to eat. The vegetarian in the corner is vomiting. <laughs> Sorry, go. Sorry to me, you're in the corner. What's the worst smell of all time? Give us your thoughts. Freezing fly fly. Free, what do you think the worst smell in the world is? Um, look, I am a nurse and I have to say the worst smell I've ever smelled is my patient's mouth cares. It is so rank. Mouth. <laughs> mouth cares? Yeah, like obviously when you go and like do their mouth cares and it's like the smell of their breath oh. or like they've just vomited or you have to like suction <sighs> them out. It's like one of the worst smells I reckon I've ever smelled. Yeah, the oh. mouth the mouth is a potentially quite a rank part of the body. <laughs> yeah, it's done a great job. <laughs> and I've got to say, if a nurse rings up and says that, as far as I'm concerned, that's almost case closed. Yeah. Uh, hey, Breeza, <laughs> we would love you to come uh, to Ant-Man and the Wasp. How about that on the uh, 15th at Event Cinemas?
That would be amazing. Thanks so much. It'll no smell worries. nice and delicious in it, there, I promise. Was it mouth hairs she was talking about? I hope so. <laughs> was, that, was that the thing? Mouth hairs? Mouth hair when you look look after their mouth. Oh, okay, good. I think. All right, I, I think mean, so. I, I'll show you my medical certificate later. No worries. <laughs> so you realise that's not what that is. Oh. Tim from Cabo, the worst smell, what is it? Mate, the worst smell I've ever had to deal with was... Uh, a month-old Essie left in the sun with all the food still in it from camping. Oh. oh. What was in there? What type of food are we talking? Uh, well, when I go camping, I usually just take fish and bait and hope hope the best for the catch. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a dangerous but, yeah, way. Left over with a bit of bait, some butter, bread, and a loaf of bread sitting in the, the bottom God. of the Essie oh. with all the water. Just to soak up all the juices. Can I, can I ask you this? Yeah. Just give me a round figure. How much money to drink a cup of the bin juice? Oh, mate, it'd be up in the thousands. <laughs> oh, the millions for me. <laughs> I love it. He's a tough man from Cabo. I Good love that. Good on you, Tim. Let's go now to Paul from Biwa. Paul, worst smell. Hit us with it. It is absolutely the worst smell, and you cannot understand it until you have smelt it. Pumping out the grease traps of the food court of a shopping centre. Oh. Really? Oh. I wouldn't have thought they that have would be to too do bad. It at it's fat. 4 a.m. <laughs> because there's got to be nobody. You do not want anybody about. I used to work security at a shopping centre and yeah. um, you could smell it through the entire centre for at least four hours after they pumped out the grease traps. Wow. I'm surprised we had a good call from our mate Marky, who's uh, yeah, entire job is... Yeah, the septic tank worker. He, cle- he cleans septic tanks for a living. Paul, uh, how often do they have to get rid of the, the grease traps? It was about every two to three weeks. Ugh. So gross. two to three weeks cool of washing sick. up water, drains, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and everything all gathering in the one spot. Oh, yeah, because think about it, Chaney. They all hold it in a tank, basically. So it's every gross thing from a shopping centre... Coming out at once. Yuck, Paul, that's oh, gross. Disgusting. Thank you, though. But exactly what we asked for. I suppose. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, yeah let's uh, move on to Rodney's in Budrum. Rodney, the worst smell ever. What is it? So uh, I do volunteer work out on the street every every Friday and Saturday. And uh, you take all the drunk people so, and then, uh, yeah, throw that up with uh, their shots and whiskey and, oh, It's not every person, but it's just that one person, and it's it's just, you can't, it just makes you throw up yourself. It's it's bad. So what I'm getting, because you're in Budrum, so we got half the conversation, the the dodgy reception. You do volunteer work. Thank you, and congratulations for that. That's very good. You help out, and you encounter a lot of drunk people on the streets who have thrown up. Is that what you're saying? Here yeah, look, can, I, can I just be the first here, here to apologise for Ellie? I knew um, this would come back uh, and to Paul, me. Paul, uh, Rodney, to thank you for giving me a co-host to front up every week. I mean, Rodney, without you, she's in trouble. Have you and I ever met for the record in person? Well, you wouldn't remember if you had. Oh, okay. I think so, but we may meet down at Ocean Street at some point. Yeah, see you there soon, That's Rodney. better, Martina. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9, see you there. It's been a while since we've had this girl around the traps, and I really do miss her, Lana Rogers. Hi, Lana. Hello, guys. Rojo, you're on the Gold Coast after um, a mixed bag on the weekend at Karawa Beach in the Iron, Man, uh, Iron Woman series. Yes, it was a lot of fun, though. Um, I knew Karawa was going to cook up a storm, and it certainly did. And um, now I'm just relaxing, getting ready for the weekend ahead, which is back down here at uh, Northquist Surf Club. Would I be right in saying that this year you've had a really sort of challenging year? It's thrown some weird stuff at you in terms of competition, in terms of your body and that sort of stuff? It definitely has. And I think um, for me more it's hit me mentally. And, um, you know, I'll get back up there. I know I will. And it's just regaining that confidence. And I know I'm all 
doing all the kind of work that I need to do um, body-wise and um, I know I'm fit. I just have to get up there and get, said, kind of get out of my head mentally. She says that, Chaney. She says mm. that. But after an incredibly challenging year, she's still in the top six yeah. women in the country. It's not bad. It's not bad I'll get back up <laughs> <Thank> there. <you. laughs> hey, speaking of focusing on your body, Lana, so you've just finished the Nutrigain series. Huge amount of work goes into that, huge amount of training. Mm. Now, given you've got competitions on each week, during the week, do you get to just chill out? Like you've oh, done heaps. enough. That's how she got know, into the shape like, she's in. Do you have to chill train really hard throughout the week as well or do you relax? Uh, I usually have a day off. Uh, usually Monday's my day off and then um, we kind of maintain our training so keep our aerobic fitness up with our running and our swimming. Um, throw an iron session in there, just light, short and sharp kind of stuff with our board races as well and our ski starts to make sure we are sharp for this um, upcoming weekend and um, unfortunately my best friend is an ice bath. Oh. Um, <laughs> Do you have one at your house? Um, actually, do I have my own garbage bin that I get in? Yeah. It's clean, I promise. It's not glamorous. <laughs> I know, my boyfriend wants to get one. Would you recommend it? I mean, he's not the athlete um, that you are, but... You, you do understand she said... Unfortunately, she do- I do recommend it, yeah. highly. Yeah, okay. fantastic, but you do understand what she said. She does the same thing that my coach, the Bart Walsh does. She hops in the council bin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it's, it. yeah, it's good fun. Hey, um, I was talking to Tugboat uh, during the week and we were both frothing over the taplin and how well um, Alex are going with that. Um, as a clubby, it might be it must be kind of cool to turn your attention now to things like the state titles and things like that. It is. We've been racing individually a lot this past season and now it's kind of getting to those um, important carnivals where team events come in. And, um, yeah, it's a bit of a vibe at the moment. We've got the six-person taplin, which is mixed up with the boys and... Um, we get to kick it with the boys, so that's always fun. It keeps us didn't, on our didn't, didn't hurt to get Lani Pallister back fresh from uh, <laughs> just smashing the exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> and then she's in our three-person tap one as well with the girls. So um, it's been really fun, and I hope we can continue that for the state titles coming up at Malulva. Is that something like uh, so, so training with someone like her who has just had a breakout season at international level where you can – obviously you're a strong swimmer as it is, but you pick up little things – as well like you know what I mean like you use that person to sort of maybe just polish up that part of your game well the funny thing is she grew up on on um in front of the ocean she still tells me where to go she (laughs) still sees those rips and alleys and she's making sure I'm on it so that's the cool thing about Lani she can switch it up and um, doesn't matter how long it's been since she's been in the ocean, she can still kick it. God, I wish I could You're still a couple kick of it weeks. in both areas. You, 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 may, you know. You couldn't kick it out of a wet paper bag I at the moment. Do, she, <laughs> she cricked her neck this morning. She's been walking around like an old age pensioner. Oh, 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 my, my neck, oh, my neck. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, a couple of weeks until the Nationals, of course. Uh, this weekend, uh, you got uh, Kingscliff uh, as well. So uh, the fun never stops. Lana Rogers will be screaming for you in a couple of weeks' time, just like we were at the Nationals last year. Awesome. Thanks, Legend. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. What are we about to talk about? Don't know if we'll get many calls for. It's okay if we oh, don't. It was so bullish but about it earlier in the week. When it entered the, work, the uh, group chat, it was in capitals. No, <laughs> that is a lie. But I got into a discussion the other night and it just made me think and I thought, you know what, I want to share this with the people. What happened to emos. Fair question. Right. I mean, When look, I was growing up, the emo movement, yes, the whole huge. slick to the side Every fringe. second kid was putting talcum powder on them so they looked a little bit, you know, right. lighter and paler in the skin and listening to My Chemical Romance. Yes, not quite a goth, but, you know, yeah, not quite not that just committed. your cookie-cutter kid. I saw a goth the other day, so the goths are goths around. Goths still around? Yeah, but that's something you've got to really commit to. That is Especially true. Especially in this humidity. I mean, <laughs> I, I tip my hat to them. You're right. Well, that's the thing. Maybe 
the emo movement seems to have died because we live in a hot place. Although there's technically an argument jeans. that wearing longer clothing, a la uh, you know people in in uh, in the deserts and mm-hmm. the Arab countries, mm-hmm. um, keeps you cooler. Okay. Because it keeps the sun off your body. I don't want to try that out. I prefer to wear my bikini. Um, I'd prefer but... if you didn't. <laughs> I'm sure. We've got some former emos listening yeah. to this maybe show. Maybe some currents. Maybe some currents. We don't or, want to block them out. Yeah, maybe your best friend was an emo growing up and now they're an accountant or something. Can we be clear on this? This mm. is not a criticism not of that all. subculture. It was a you good are time. Ju- you are just saying mm. that when you were younger and certainly when I was younger, mm. there was at least three in every class. Yes, and I remember I grew up in WA and in Perth City there was a certain corner and yeah. every time you went to that corner there was just a congregation of emos just all hanging out, listening to this type of music. And every time you went past, the, I just felt like... They're not there like, oh, anymore. Have they gone the way of the Betamax? <laughs> dawned on you the other day that you haven't seen one in ages. I haven't. And I just want to know, like, if you're an emo as a, as a youngster, what yeah. are you doing now? Could you say that this segment could be called Finding Emo? It could, oh, why didn't we think of that earlier? <laughs> could have had that thing's made up. Hey, Dane's in Palmwood. Hello, mate. G'day, guys. How are we going? Good. Good, Dane. Were you an emo? Uh, mate... You know, I had a lot of friends who were emos. I dated a few emos. I doubled, but I never really crossed the. Uh, the I never really crossed the threshold, mate. The, hair was, the it... hair was still blonde, but the fringe was to the side. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, define dabbled. Did you just paint your nails, or? Uh, no, I, I never really went down that, but I used to love My Chemical Romance, the used, <laughs> all bands like that, the tight jeans, every now and again a girl's pair of jeans. Of course. Uh, you know, the old, the old band T-shirts, dark hair with the fringe off to the side. I may have let a few girls put some eyeliner on me once or twice, but I swear that's as far as I go. Dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. And if your dad's listening, the only time he put on a girl's pair of jeans is when he got changed in a hurry. Am I right? Uh, that, that, that's, you know. Dane, what was it that stopped you from going full emo? If all your friends were doing it, what held you back? Uh, well, I sort of had a, a wider interest in the music genres, so I still loved. I loved the metal. I loved my old school. I, yeah. I got into the yeah. techno for a bit. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I, I could never just sort of commit to the one sub subgenre of music. I was, I was a lot in the, in that as well. I was really into my metal, and in particular, I loved Metallica when I was a kid, mm. when I was younger, and whatever else. And the thing about some of my mates being emos and whatever, and the reason I couldn't come across is you could never work a flano into an emo outfit. You know, oh, I, I was always, always wearing it around the waist, just so fine. All right, okay. So what I'm seeing is you got held back by things like this, Dane. You just wanted, you wanted, you love Spice Girls and My Chemical Romance. <laughs> that's that's not me. I, 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 I am an old school baby Spice uh, fan, mate. I've had a crush on her since I was about ten. Oh, haven't we all, Dane? Haven't we all? Well, Good on go. your we butt. All, we learned something about Ellie just then, I think. <laughs> Tiff's in Palmview. Tiff, did you used to be an emo? Oh, absolutely. True and true. I was one of the proudest. <laughs> please, please, please describe what, what it meant, what it looked like to you to be an emo. What sort of stuff would you oh, wear? God. What oh, would you I listen know. to? Right. So my go-to hairstyle, I had a like a short pixie haircut. Yes. And I had bleached. It was, it was dyed dark. I don't know why my mother ever let me do this, but she did bless her. I had like bleached tips, like spiky batch hair, and I had them dyed a hot pink, and I had like the fringe coming over one oh. side of my face. And Commitment. Yeah. Oh. I even had a stretcher in my ear hole. Did you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Can I say thank you for being first cab or second cab off the rank for this one? Um, you really committed. Would you like to come to the movies with us on the 15th? Yes, that would be amazing. And finally, question, we'll, we'll sling you those tickets, but yeah. these days, what's your style? If yeah. you could describe your, your go-to style, what do you look like these days? Oh, my go-to style is um, exercise tights. A crop top <laughs> or a singlet. <laughs> From emo to mum life. Athleisure. From emo, uh, emo yeah, to mum life. Yeah, to Palmview mum life. <laughs> hey Tiff, what do you what do you do for yeah. work? Uh, so I actually own a pharmaceutical company, and I when we manufacture uh, toxic free nutraceuticals and health supplements. So there you yeah. go. There All you right. go. Well, you're supplying on the night. We'll see you at the movies. <laughs> Ellie and Beth. Ninety-one Kids. A virtue ears for a couple of minutes. Ellie and Bex. Naughty. Or normal? Normal. The adults are about to play a game. But, I mean, a lot of kids, it'll go straight over their heads. And that's okay? the important thing. Some of mine <laughs> might be a bit too full on. Uh, every now and then. Uh, things you can say in the bedroom today that you can also say at the movies. In honour of the fact that on the 15th of this month, the great people at uh, Event Cinemas are putting on Ant-Man v. Wasp. The, uh, it's the... Uh, Quantumania, it's the new Marvel flick mm. and the best response will win a double to our, um, our previous, previous screening. screening of that. Because the next day it's open to the public, but if you want to see it before everyone else, 545-11919, start thinking about things you could say in the movies that you could also say in the bedroom, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's too dark, I can't see anything. It's a bit lame. Uh, I'm starting off, trust me, it gets um, worse. Is anyone sitting here? <laughs> Why are you saying that in the bedroom? Oh, okay. No, I don't need to know. Um, do, you want some, do you want some nuts? <laughs> oh, that's a large. Oh, the popcorn. Okay. Or in uh, your case, the... Popcorn? Coke no, Zero. Ah, no, okay. what you... Popcorn, what you called it last week. Okay. Um, how about this one? I really need to pee, but I don't want to miss anything. That's really good. <laughs> All right. One more for you. Mm. Fancy a chalk top? <laughs> Have you got a chocked up one too? Yeah, yeah. Top yeah. of my list. I thought it was too much. All right, get involved, Sunny Coast. Be a little bit dirty, but not too dirty, please. Ah, get we need in to keep there. our jobs. Simon yep. is in Palmwood. Simon, hit us with it. Mate, I'm hoping it's going to be a double feature. <laughs> <laughs> That's very I good. I mean, mm. fair enough. A little marathon, why not? Could be good, could be good. I've got, who's that behind me? No, no. Why are you saying that in the bedroom? <laughs> well, Who never... is that behind you? Well, no, I lived a life. I've lived a life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Love your work, mate. And uh, to a legend of the cause, Michael from Udlow, what can you say in the bedroom that you can also say at the movies? Well, you know, it's a good one when there's this many people here, but it can sometimes spoil it. <laughs> it's a bit of a full room. Well, I just want to see you rocking up to the situation. Yeah, I love it. I love the. I love and saying yeah, that. Yeah, no, I just love that. That's Michael's um, sex life is that someone escorts him to the bedroom with a little torch. <laughs> <laughs> right this way, sir. Right this way, sir. Let me see what I can do. Oh, All right. good on Yeah, you, good Mike. stuff. Uh, Joshy and Karamandi. Hello, legend. Hey, how we doing? Good, brother. Hey, what can you say in the bedroom that you can also say at the movies? Yeah, so this one's in regards to paper straws. It's all, yeah, it's all gone soggy. I can't suck anything <laughs> through it. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know about you, Chaney. Can we just have a little conference here? 
We knew that one was going to be really yeah, bad when did. he had to say it was with reference to someone. No, but he's yeah. right at the movies. Yeah, they suck, they, man. It, like, I'm all about saving the environment, but bring back yeah, the plastic good straw. Good on you. Good I on you. Say. Plastic straw. We do like that. Uh, Blake here in Boccarina. What can you say in the bedroom that you can also say at the movies? Hey, man, I've actually got two. Yeah, go on. So I'm thinking, ew, why is everything so sticky? <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. And on your way out of the movie, oh, that was a bit disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Heard that before. Definitely. I know, Bex has heard that heard. many times. Oh, thank you. How would you know? I don't Unless know. Unless you've been watching. I'm just guessing. There you I go. certainly have been watching. I certainly just want to go on record with that. Jamie's in Mumbai to finish this off. What can you say in the bedroom that you can also say at the movies? Jessica Alba would have been better. <laughs> 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 Jamie, you're coming to the movies, mate. That's a good one. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.